Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Okay, so Hebrews chapter 13, verse 10 to 16. We have an altar. Someone say, I have an altar. I have an altar. Is that in your Bible? Do you have an altar? Do you have an altar? The Bible says, you have an altar. But we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which save the tabernacle. You as a New Testament believer, you have got an altar. And the Bible says, those who were serving in the tabernacle, that's the priest in the tabernacle of Moses and in the temple of Solomon and in the temple of Zerubbabel, which was renovated by Herod. The Bible says, those ones, those priests, have no right. They have no right to eat which is saved. On that tabernacle. I mean on, yeah, on, that, on that altar. You have got an altar as a child of God. I know that most times we don't understand that you have actually got an altar. We just think, oh no, no, I knew Testament believers. No, the Bible says you have got an altar as a child of God. And you need to understand that God cannot call you a royal priesthood without giving an altar. The fact that you're a royal priesthood, a king and a priest, you need to understand you have got an altar. It's a shame that most people, they have the altar, but they don't do anything on that altar. Or they don't know how to do something on that altar. So they don't do anything. But the Bible says, we as New Testament believers, we've got an altar. Now, the priests in the Old Testament... They had an altar. And every single day, they were offering different sacrifices on their altar. So, if you have got an altar, it also means then you ought to understand what sacrifices you need to offer on your altar. You are not even oh, yes. Go deeper, Papa. There are sacrifices that you must offer on your altar. I don't know if they're hearing me. Oh, we hear you. Now, verse number 11. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are banned without the camp. So after they collect the blood and they bring it on the altar as a sacrifice for sin, the Bible says they were taking the body of that animal from which blood was collected and they would go outside the camp and they burn it outside the camp. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. They would burn the whole body outside what? The camp. And then the Bible says what? Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. So when you read the story of Jesus, no, 
making him to carry his own cross outside Jerusalem, yes. outside the city. It was a pattern. Remember prophecy from a Hebrew point of view is a pattern. Someone said, oh. Pattern. It's a pattern. Pattern. My mother said it was a pattern. And I think my mother was correct. <laughs> now this is a queen's language. What, do you call, what does the queen say? She says it's a pattern. It's a pattern. <laughs> forgive, forgive me, Papa. <laughs> it's a queen's language. So it's a pattern. Okay. From a Hebrew point of view, prophecy is a pattern. Are we together so far? But from a Greek point of view, prophecy is prediction and fulfillment. Amen. So all the prophecies you were watching there, I predicted it. And it got fulfilled. Oh, yes. Is that making sense? So that's a Greek mentality. Which was adopted by the English. But from a Hebrew point of view, prophecy is a pattern. When you, they collect the blood of the animal, they used to take the whole body outside the camp and burn it on fire. Now, the Bible says Jesus as well because it was our sin offering. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Are you following me? Oh, yes. He shed his blood in the city at the whipping post. But, but, but he went outside the city, outside the guard, the gate, and was crucified. Oh, yes. Outside the gate because it was a pattern. I was hearing pattern in my head, but in my mouth said pattern. So now there's a battle between my head and my mouth. So, whatever happened to Jesus, there was nothing accidental. It was fulfillment of prophecy. The prophecy was he had to shed his blood in the city at the whipping post. They whipped him with 40 stripes and he shed his blood there. Because after that, the next time he sheds blood is on the cross when they pierce his side. What came out? Blood and water. So Jesus hanging on that cross outside the city, it was a prophecy. Because no sin sacrifice was bent inside the camp. The burning took place outside the camp. So Jesus hanging on that wood outside the city, it was like this animal which has been put on firewood, burning outside the city. Oh yes. It was fulfillment of prophecy. Amen. Verse number 12. Wherefore Jesus also, mm -hmm, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let us forth there, let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. So, as a child of God, we have been called upon to live a life outside the camp, bearing his what? His reproach. You see, when, 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 when you are being castigated as a child of God, it's not about you, 
It's about the Christ. There is a prophecy on your life. I don't know whether you're hearing Oh, yes. There's a prophecy on your life. And the prophecy is that you're going to suffer as Christ suffered. The prophecy is you're going to walk as Christ walked. Oh, yes. The reproach that was meant on Christ shall come upon you because it's a prophecy. So expect reproach. Expect people to mock you. Expect people to say bad things about you. Because it is a prophecy, it must be fulfilled. Oh, yes. I don't know if they're hearing me. Oh, yes, we hear it you. It must be fulfilled. That's why the Bible says we must go outside what? The camp. Like someone who is ostracized. I don't know how they'll pronounce it. As someone who is an outcast. Hmm. That's why even in your family, when you become born again, you become the laughing stock of your family. You become the talking point of your family. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You become the heading of stories in your family. But it is a prophecy. Why? Because you must go outside the camp bearing the reproach of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And the Bible says when the disciples were beaten, when they were whipped, they rejoiced. Why? Because God had counted them worthy to suffer with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They were happy. Why were they dancing? Why were they happy? Because prophecy had come to pass. Oh, yes. Mm, you are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. Say there's a prophecy on my head. There's prophecy on my head. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. Let us go forth therefore unto him. Without there, outside there, Camp bearing his word, his reproach. For we, for here, someone say here. Here. For here we have no continuing city. Here we have no what? Continuing city. But we seek one to come. In other words, see, you as a child of God, you can never be comfortable. You can never be accepted. You can never be celebrated. Amen. Because you do not belong here. Amen. This is not your home. Oh, yes. You are not like them. They are not like you. Oh, yes. You may look like them, but you are not one of them. Amen. You may walk like them, but you are not one of them. You may look like, you may have the same complexion like them, but you are not one of them. I'm not talking to somebody right here. Because you are looking for a city whose makers Jehovah God. This is not our home. This is not our place. This is not where we belong. We belong to a heavenly city. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. Yes. Karabo sataka zetila kasto. I receive. Shekene zetelebe kisto monta. I receive. There is a city that we are looking for. Here we are just pilgrims. Here we are just passing by. Oh, yes. Here we are just passing by. We are strangers here. We are visitors here. We don't belong here. Am I talking to somebody here? Although we are in the world, we are not of the world. Am I talking to somebody here? Say yes. Yes. So don't expect them to clap hands for you. Don't expect them to celebrate you. Expect the reproach of Jesus to come upon you. Expect insight to come upon you. Expect 
people to talk bad things about you. Expect it because you are not one of them. You are not belonging to the world. We are just passing by. Oh, yes. Hey! We are just passing by. Oh, yes. We are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. I said we are going somewhere. Oh, we yes. are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. My God. For here we have no continuity. Everything about us is temporary. It's temporary. Someone say temporary. Temporary. Someone say temporary. Temporary. You know, it's temporary. The world may hate us, but it's temporary. Oh, yes. One day we're going to leave the world to them. They can have it. Oh, yes. But we're going to come back for a rematch. <laughs> it won't be over yet. We're going to come back with our Lord Jesus oh, for yes. a rematch. Am I talking to somebody right here? They will think they are winning when Jesus takes us there. But we're going up, we're going to go up, regroup, and come back for a rematch. Oh, yes. <laughs> Glory. I receive. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Watch this. 15. By him, therefore, by Jesus Christ, right? By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. So remember what I said. You've got an altar. You've got what? An altar. So as a priest, it means every single day you ought to offer sacrifices on your altar. Now, most of us, we don't know, number one, that we've got an altar. And then our second problem is we don't know that what kind of sacrifice can we offer on our altar. But the Bible says we've got an altar. Now, number two, the Bible says priests in the tabernacle of Moses and in the temple of Solomon and the temple of Zerubbabel, they were providing sacrifices of animal blood every single day. But now, us as New Testament believers, we don't need to go and kill chickens and, and geckos and hyenas and everything to offer their blood. No! We don't have to. Why? Because Jesus already offered a perfect sacrifice for our sins. He offered it only once and it was perfect. We are perfected forever. We are sanctified forever. Am I talking to someone out here? We are set apart for our Jesus. We are not of the world. Although we are still in the world, we are not of the world. We've been taken out of the world by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Oh yes. So we cannot kill any more animals. However, we've got an altar. And on that altar, there are sacrifices that we need to offer. But it will not be using animal bloods. They are substandard. They are of low quality. They do not qualify. The Bible says the blood of animals could not wash away sin. It could only cover sin. 
temporarily waiting for the day Jesus will die on the cross. Am I talking to somebody right here? It was a temporary sacrifice. It was a band-aid. It was like a bandage, bandaging, bandaging the wound. But when Jesus came, he didn't put a bandage on the wound. He healed the wound. Am I talking to somebody right here? When Jesus came, he didn't cover over sin. He annihilated sin. He removed sin. He cleared sin. He removed your past. Cleared your past. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. Yes. I receive. You see, the people of the Old Testament, when the devil is talking about their past, it was true. The past was still there. It was only covered by the blood of animals. But you as a New Testament believer, you as a child of God, there is no past behind you. There's no past behind you. Am I talking to somebody here? The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Say yes. Ah. My, 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 my. My God, my God, my God. Say never. I have no past. Oh boy, when the devil tries to remind you about a past, tell him, time out, devil, time out, devil, time out, devil. Time out! Are you hearing me? You have no past. Therefore, if any man, can, can, can I tell what the Bible says? Can I tell what the Bible says? Good evening, Papa. Second Corinthians chapter 5. From verse number 14. The Bible says, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge, that if he won, he died for all, then we are all dead. And that he died, he died that those which live should not live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, you know we know man after the flesh. Yeah, though we have not man after, though we have not crossed of the flesh, yet now henceforth, you know him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and all things are of God, who has reconciled us unto himself, and are given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and hath given us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, and so God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ, and be reconciled to God, for he had made him soon for us, whom who did not sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say yes. Yes. Listen. When you become born again, you are no longer a sinner. It doesn't matter what, how big your, 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 your mistake may be. It doesn't matter how big your blunder may be. You are never a sinner. You are a righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say yes. Yes. It doesn't matter who is trying to condemn you. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do that it was with through the flesh. God is sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Say yes. Yes. 
There's no condemnation for you. There's no condemnation for you. Say, there's no condemnation for me. Say, there's no condemnation for me. Say, I am beyond the condemnation. Say, I am beyond the condemnation. Say, I am beyond the condemnation. Say, I am beyond condemnation. Am I talking to somebody out here? My God. The sacrifice that Jesus did for us is perfect. Someone say perfect. Perfect. Someone say perfect. Perfect. I receive. If there's any sin that can ever nullify that sacrifice, then that sacrifice was never perfect. Amen. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. There's nothing that a child of God can ever do that can cancel the power of that sacrifice. Oh, yes. Nothing. Someone said nothing. Nothing. You are perfected forever. I receive. By the sacrifice of the blood of Christ. I receive. It is perfect sacrifice. So when things go wrong, he's your daddy. Someone says, my father. It's my father. No, we do a family business, family talk between you and your father. And then you've got the lawyer for defense, our advocate, Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. On your right hand, defending you. Oh, yes. It's a family business. So it's a family business. It's a family business. It's a family affair. Are you getting me? However, remember, we've got an order. Let's not forget where you're coming from, where we're going. We've got what? An altar. And on this altar, we ought, we ought to, offer, to offer what? Sacrifices. So because of time, I'll just list them. You can study them yourself, okay? You're all quiet. There are three sacrifices that a child of God must offer every single day. By him, verse number 15. Let's look at verse number 15. Let's look at verse number 15. I want you to turn the Bible. Verse number 15. What does the Bible say? I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Okay, so sacrifice number one is called what? Praise. Someone say praise. Praise. Praise is a sacrifice that we ought to offer continually. Not only when the temperature is right. Oh, yes. You know, I spent 16 years in Townsville. The temperature is always right. Whether there's sun or no sun, the temperature is always right. You're always sweating. It's always flat. But in Sydney, mm, Sydney is a suspect. Oh, yes. One time, very hot. And another time, very cold suspect so i'm still trying to i'm still trying to acclimatize myself but now the bible says we offer the sacrifice of praise continually so there's a language that you need to learn to develop as a child of god oh yes it's got a language of praise learn to develop that language in your mouth a language of what praise because your problem is you have to offer this thing continually. So if you run out of vocabulary, you are stuck. 
Therefore you must have good vocabulary. Oh yes. You must have nice vocabulary so that you can continually offer the sacrifice of what? Praise. Praise is not only limited to praising God. Praise also praise your brothers, praise your sisters. When people are doing good, praise them, appreciate them. When your children are doing good, praise them, appreciate them. Am I talking to someone out here? Oh yes. Don't be jealous. Huh? When you see your sisters, you're looking nice, smelling good. No, praise them. Say, hey, my sister, God is doing amazing things on your life. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hearing me? So, pray, uh, sacrifice number one is God what? Praise. Mm. Someone say, mm. 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 We want sacrifice number two. Sacrifice number two. I don't know whether you are here or have lost We are here, Papa. Go deeper. Hmm? Because praise is an act of thanksgiving. Am I right? Yeah. Praise is an act of thanksgiving. It's what we are called to do. Ephesians 5.20 says what? Giving thanks always for all things. Giving thanks always for all things. Your default setting is praise. Your default setting is thanksgiving. Whether they are smiling at you, still give him thanks. Whether they are not smiling at you, still give him thanks. Amen. Whether things are looking good, still give him thanks. Whether the temperature is not right, still give him thanks. Are you hearing me? So we are happy with that sacrifice, right? Sacrifice number two. Next verse, verse number 16, gives you the second sacrifice. But to do good and to communicate. I want us to do it together. One, two, three, go. But to do good and to communicate. Forget not. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Give me a knife. I want you to see that verse in NIV. Are you being blessed? Oh, we are blessed, Papa. because of time. Amen. Alright, let's do it together. One, two, three, go. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. Uh -huh. Next. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. Uh -huh. Do not forget to what? To do good and to share with others. For what? with such sacrifices. Mm. So doing good and sharing with others is a sacrifice. Remember the people you are sharing with, it's not because they deserve it. And most of them, they are not even deserving. Most of them, they will not even appreciate you. Even if you do the best. Oh yes. That's, oh, why yes. that's why it's a sacrifice. Amen. Someone said it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. You see, sacrificing means... They are not deserving it. Amen. But remember to do what? To do good. And share with what? Others. 
So I'm so blessed about our Christmas hampers there, the team that I put together. And everybody who contributed towards that, you've just done a sacrifice on your altar. Oh, yes. Thank you. Lord. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, we hear you, Papa. Are you following what I'm saying? Oh, yes. I've given you how many? Two. Let's go to the last one, the third one. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I receive. Let's, let's read together. One, two, three, go. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, let's go back to this number one one more time. Let's say together one, two, three, go. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do you see that? You present your what? Bodies, a what? Living sacrifice unto God. So you as a child of God, there are three sacrifices that you need to learn to offer on your altar every single day. Number one, it's a sacrifice of praise on your lips. Number two, doing good and sharing with others. It should be your nature. To share should be your nature to love people are you hearing me remember it's a sacrifice you are not doing it for them you are doing it for Christ oh yes are you hearing me oh yes husbands and wives husbands and wives do I have husbands and wives here just wave at me you are not doing it for that one I know they don't deserve it but you are doing it for whom for Christ. Oh, it, yes. It is your personal sacrifice that you are offering on your altar. But if they start using fire for the ministry, come talk to me. Oh, yes. Amen. You know, fire for the ministry? We don't tolerate or condone, condone abuse. Amen. That's totally unacceptable. Is that clear? Amen. Yeah, if they start using that, come talk to me. I'll fire them. I will fire them, I'm telling you. <laughs> I know how to fire them. Oh, yes. Are you following what I'm saying? And then the last one is to offer, to present your bodies a living sacrifice to God. Holy and acceptable. It's a sacrifice. Why? Your body wants this, your body wants that, your body wants that, your body wants to touch that, wants to see that. 
Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes. I will not look at a young woman to last after her. It's a sacrifice. Because your body wants too many things. Touch that, hear that, dance to that, jump to that. Eat that. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's why January, from January 2, January 2, we are putting the body on the altar of sacrifice. Oh, yes. We're going to fast like nobody's business. Are you hearing me? We're going to say body, no chicken, no meat, no milk, no chocolate. I'm not talking to somebody here. We're going to fast from the 2nd of January. Yeah. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. We offer our bodies what? A living sacrifice on your altar. Say, my body. My body. Is a sacrifice. Is a sacrifice. yesterday I was talking to the ushers I taught them I taught them something that they will not share with your people and they should never share living a life of anointing the way of the anointing in my life are you hearing me maintaining this anointing it's a heavy price it's a huge price amen I'm telling you it's a huge price. It's a huge price. Oh, yes. There are so many places my feet will not even step there. There are so many things my eyes will not even see. I refuse to allow my eyes to see stupid things. Because if I will be seeing in the spirit and prophesying, my eyes must be sanctified for the Lord. Oh, yes. My mind must be sanctified for the Lord. Are you hearing me? There is a cheapy language that you never hear coming out of my mouth. It doesn't matter who squeezes me or how they squeeze me. I will never speak nonsense out of my mouth. Why? Because my lips are holy. They are prepared to offer sacrifices or praise unto my God. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. Yes. Listen. Let me tell something as I finish because of time as I finish. During, during the French during the French Revolution during the French Revolution they captured a prince, a young boy who was an heir to the throne. Okay? And they wanted to kill this little boy. But then people say, no, 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 no. no. It would be a big mistake. If we kill this little boy he will go to heaven. And that's not a good idea. Because his dad... <laughs> He was wicked, he was the king, he was a wicked king. So they said if we kill his little boy, he'll go to heaven. So we have, we have won nothing, we'll lose. But let's take this little boy, take him to the witch. Okay? So that the, the witch can teach him to swear. Are you hearing me? So they took the little boy to the witch. And the witch said, you need to follow the words I'll be speaking. So the witch began to speak cursing words. Wanting the boy to what? To follow and begin to curse so that after he has cursed, he has done all these evil things they should kill him so he can go to hell but the little boy was just looking at the witch quietly the witch he tried and after being frustrated 
The witch said, why are you not following what I'm saying? The little boy looked at the witch and said, no, 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 no. no. Don't you understand? I am a prince. I was never trained to speak like that. Oh, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. Say, so I am a prince. I am a prince. I am a princess. I'm a princess. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a royal priesthood. I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. Glory. <laughs> Somebody give me praise. I receive. You know, people just send each other jokes. On Facebook, on WhatsApp. No, there are some things, just delete them. Just delete them. Oh, don't, yes. don't be part of that people sending stupid jokes. Just delete them. Just delete them. Just delete them. You are a royal priesthood. Oh, yes. You see, when the Holy Ghost entered you, do you know the first thing he did? He went for your tongue. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.